are tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. This yoga pose that we are going to break down in today's episode is extremely popular and Um, all-level classes or multi-level classes. It is considered intermediate, but since it is popular and you will come across it regardless if you are a beginner or not, I thought it would be important to go ahead and break it down on the podcast today. Now keep in mind, since it is intermediate, the basis of that is not necessarily because the posture is difficult per se, it's because if not done correctly, it can actually um, cause pain or lingering um, non-beneficial effects in the body after the pose is long over. And the reason I believe that is, is because typically when you're put into this posture, you are holding it for several breaths, which can equate to several minutes. And typically, um, if it's not done correctly, you could be stretching areas of the body um, that if not put in the right alignment, could cause, like I said, some pain. It shouldn't cause injury per se, although continuing to do it time and again, um, inappropriately or improperly, could definitely lead to some sort of minor injury. So let's go ahead and break it down. Now you will know this posture as pigeon pose. The full name is one-legged king pigeon pose, or in Sanskrit, it is known as Ekapada Raja Kapotasana. And to break that down is Eka meaning one, Pada meaning foot, or in this case, leg, Raja meaning king, Kapota or Kapata meaning pigeon, and Asana, of course, meaning pose in Sanskrit. So the full variation of the pose in which you touch your back toes to your head is an intense back bend suitable for advanced practitioners only. And it's usually offered if it's in your practice, if you're in pigeon pose to take it to what can be considered um, that former variation. I've known teachers to actually consider that portion to be king pigeon pose where you bring the leg up and you reach it to your head or you have some other variation where you hook it onto your arm or your inside of your elbow or your hand to your foot. But um, just know that that's continuing to transition the posture, okay? Now, this version of pigeon pose with the back leg extended is appropriate, as I mentioned, for intermediate yoga studios. But yes, you will find this in lots of other classes. Now, it is important that this is um, this posture you warm up beforehand because it is an intense hip opener. It's really great if this comes after other hip openers, um, such as triangle pose or extended triangle trikonasana which we've broken down on this podcast tree pose um bound angle cobbler's pose or any other um flow um or hip openers okay now benefits of pigeon pose is that it stretches the thighs groins and abdomen it can often be felt deeply in specific upper leg and hip muscles, including the psoas or piriformis or um, the gluteus maximus. 
It relieves tension in the chest and shoulders, and it also stimulates the abdominal organs, which helps to regulate digestion. Now, the restorative version of the pose, which we'll talk about in the modifications, helps to relieve stress, fatigue, and anxiety. Now, some of the cautions, you do not want to practice pigeon pose in its full variation if you have a recent or chronic knee, ankle, or um, any other type of injuries that have to do with like the lower spine, the hips, um, lower back area. Women who are pregnant should not practice the restorative version of this pose or obviously the full version. They should keep their torso upright if you are going to attempt this posture and always work with your own range of limits and abilities. If you have any medical concerns, talk with your doctor before practicing yoga. So we're gonna break this down. It is advisable that you are warmed up. So a good way to warm up before um, attempting this would be to do several jumping jacks, maybe jump rope for um, a few minutes, hold plank or you can do a quick sun salutation um, maybe three to five times but you want to kind of have a warm body if you've been walking or doing anything like that um, that's okay as well so let's go ahead and break it down begin in downward facing dog or you can begin in um, table pose on your hands and knees so either way then you're going to bring your right knee between your hands placing your ankle near your left wrist. Now, I'm gonna back this up just a little bit. If you're in downward facing dog, you can bring your right leg pointed toward the sky um, as far as you can into standing split, and then take your eye gazes in between your hands and gently guide that right foot um, as if it's gonna go in between your hands, you're gonna bring that right knee to your right wrist, okay? So that's kind of a flow way to bring yourself there. You can come from a static position if you have that flexibility. Um, you can come from tabletop and just statically bring your um, knee to hand or if, you're, if we're using, um, you know, bring your top of your kneecap to the top of your foot. Okay, <laughs> but most of the time in class, you're going to bring it from a flow, so you're going to bring it from standing split. Okay, I hope I wasn't too confusing there. Now, um, press through your fingertips as you lift your torso away from your thigh. Lengthen the front of your body. Release your tailbone back towards your heels. Work on squaring your hips and the front side of your torso to the front of your mat. Now, a good way to do this is, and if you're looking at a picture of pigeon pose while practicing this, you can come with that front leg being bent. It's going to try to be as parallel to the front of your mat as possible, but it may end up being um, where your knee is sort of pointed a little bit, um, you know, uh, diagonally from the edge of the top of your mat but either way, depending on your flexibility, then you can slowly come down on, if you're using your right knees bent and your left leg is extended behind you, slowly shift your weight down to the right side and then gently guide yourself back up into the squared um, position. And it just allows you to realign your body. Now, once you have done that, your fingertips are by your side or facing in front of you, push your heart through, up through center, draw your shoulders down your back, take your chin up a little bit, and then this is the um, 
version where you are not compressing your belly at all. So this is, um, if you're pregnant, you can do this version comfortably. Now draw down through your front leg shin and balance your weight evenly between your right and left hips. Flex your front foot and press down through the tops of all five toes of the back foot. So that back foot is, of course, um, flattened onto the floor. Gaze downward softly once you've positioned yourself in the posture. Hold for up to one minute. To release the pose, tuck your back toes, lift your back knee off of the mat, and press yourself back into downward facing dog. Repeat for the same amount of time on the opposite side, okay? Now, some of the modifications and variations. Pigeon pose can feel intense and stimulating to the body. Remember to breathe evenly throughout the pose, as you will with all yoga postures, particularly when you are feeling discomfort. So since this is a hip opener, it's also stretching your hamstrings, your psoas, your quadriceps, everything. You're gonna wanna keep that loose jaw so you can open up your mouth and stick out your tongue. You could take the tip of your tongue to the top of your mouth, whatever you need to do to release and continue with your breath okay um, but here's some variations that you might be able to find if your hips are tight your front leg hip might not come all the way to the floor if this is the case place a folded blanket or block under the hip of your front leg for that extra support so it's just going to be um, just under that area or it could slide even behind um, your glute work toward bringing your front shin as parallel to the front edge of your mat as possible if your hips are tight your front shin might angle back toward your opposite leg hip that is fine with practice your hip flexibility will increase now for a more restorative variation on the pose drape your torso over your front shin stretch your arms forward along the mat and allow your forehead to rest by placing it on the mat or even on a block your hands a folded blanket whatever you need to do to create that length or that restoration posture also allow your body weight to rest on your front leg as you continue to square your hips now more flexible students can deepen the back bend in the pose perform steps um, that we've mentioned before then bend your back or your left knee reach your left arm back and take hold of the outside of your left ankle Keep your left foot flexed. So this is one of those variations of the deepening of the posture. Reach your left arm back and take hold of the outside of your left ankle. Keep your left foot flexed. If, you're, if you are okay there, you can reach your right arm back and hold onto the inside of your left ankle. Square your shoulders to the front of the room. Hold for up to 30 seconds, then slowly release. Repeat this variation on the opposite side. Now, students with an advanced yoga practice and deep flexibility can take the full version of the pose. You will perform the back bend variation that I just mentioned. Then you will collapse your left toes with your left hand, reaching your elbow toward the ceiling, extend your right arm overhead, then reach back and collapse your left toes with your right hand, as well reaching your right elbow toward the ceiling. Drop your head back, touching the sole of your left foot to the crown of your head, and intermediate students can use a strap around the back foot to help work toward this variation. Okay, this is really good to see in class 
and have the teacher help you work up to the variations with some sort of maybe assistance if you like that or um, also to look at it in picture form. Now some of the tips to gain all of the benefits of pigeon pose it's important to keep your mind calm while maintaining alignment and You'll want to keep these tips in mind when you're practicing. The further forward your front heel is, the deeper and more intense the pose will be. So some beginners might bend their front knee deeply. Over time, with practice and patience, you will be able to bring your shin more parallel to the front edge of your mat, okay? Keep your front foot flexed to help protect your knee. So don't have a lazy foot. It really helps to draw that energy and just protection there. Keep your back thigh internally rotated. Try to press all five toes of your back foot onto the mat. Take your time. Pigeon pose can bring up more emotional resistance than other less intense poses. So if you're getting frustrated, take a deep breath and let go. Then try again. Your flexibility will increase with time, but you can't force it. Be patient and accept the present moment. Then try again. Unlock and release. In yoga, it is often taught that opening the hips opens up the rest of the body. Practice stretching your hips every day and always modify the poses if you need to. Never force yourself beyond your current ability. Practice the pose you can do, not the one you wish you could do. And with time, patience, and dedication, your muscles will relax and lengthen, benefiting your entire body in activities on and off the mat. Now, one of the things I wanted to bring up was this posture is sometimes just not accessible to people. And you can take figure four on your back instead of taking pigeon pose at all. And you can use a strap to do that. You can also take figure four standing um, on a chair as well. But let's talk about it on the back because this would be the most likely variation you would take if you were in um, yoga class and you decided not to take pigeon pose, okay? So again, I wanna make sure you understand that you can decide not to take pigeon and you can just decide to take figure four. It's completely fine. Um, you can also take lying pigeon. Lying pigeon is probably the first um, step to taking um, the non-version of pigeon pose, I should say. Now you can lie on your back and from here you can take both feet to the mat and knees pointed toward the sky. They'll be about hip width apart here, okay? And then from here, you can extend, um, or actually keep the right foot planted into the earth, take your left foot and gently just um, cross it just below the knee. So almost like you're seated with your legs crossed or one leg crossed over the other, except you're lying down. From here, you can interlace your hands through that left leg behind the thigh and you can gently just guide it toward your chest. You can extend that right leg toward the sky and take the full variation of lying pigeon. Or you can keep that knee bent and just draw that leg toward your body, getting that stretch in your hip or both hips. 
If you want a deeper stretch, you can extend your hands through your thigh to the outer side of that left knee and collapse those fingers together and then draw them closer in for a deeper stretch here. You can flex one or both um, toes or feet as well um, and that gives a deeper stretch in the IT band, the hamstrings as well. You can use straps for all of this, especially if for some reason you your body doesn't allow for your arms to reach through and grab and bring towards your chest. And your goal is going to be to keep your head planted down on the earth. So you're not going to want to bring your knee to, um, your forehead to knee at all. And that would be the um, other variation if you, for whatever reason, do not want to take pigeon pose in class. You can just lie on your back and take it this way. This is how I teach my students in yoga for beginners. Um, I do not introduce the uh, regular pigeon pose variation in that class um, for the most part, um, but I do explain that they can take this variation instead of pigeon pose as well. So I hope that was helpful. This is one of those postures that is you know, is easy to explain on the body. So um, definitely have your teacher walk you through pigeon before or after class, even if it wasn't practiced at all during her sequence or his or her sequence. Um, or you can even do like um, some sort of a step-by-step -step on YouTube. This is one of those postures that you'll want to try to get right and really understand. Because once you do, it has so many amazing um, benefits for the body. And again, if you have any knee issues and it just doesn't feel comfortable no matter what, always take the lying pigeon pose or um, sometimes they call it eye of the needle, um, but you can take that posture as well. So thank you for listening. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.